Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. Welcome back, one and all, back to the Save the Kids podcast. I'm your host, Nate Webb, live in studio, Salt Lake City area. And guys, yesterday was the first day of school for our school district. I'm a counselor at a high school in Utah, and it was nuts. It was crazy. There's so many kids coming in for schedule changes, kids coming in because they're upset already, parents coming in because they're mad for some reason, and it was nuts. But I was still happy to be there because guess what, guys? Kids back in school, okay? That that safe eight hours of their life, that eight hours of their life where they're being taught, where they're learning how to communicate and problem solve. I, I think school is a wonderful opportunity for kids to do all those things, um, but it can be a difficult place to be for a lot of different kids as well. Regardless, I'm happy to be back um, to help the kids. That's why I do what I do, is to help kids. Um, but today on the podcast, we are going to be continuing our NCOS, the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. We're going to be continuing their Dirty Dozen list. And the platform we're going to be looking into today is Meta aka Facebook, aka Instagram, aka WhatsApp. And I got lots to say about this one. So you guys are going to need to buckle up. Um, Before we dive in though, I just want to express a lot of gratitude for all y'all amazing parents. The internet has been a nasty place lately with bullies and influencers and different people trying to shoot down our mission. But it's parents like you who keep us going every single day to try and help us save the kids. So thank you so much much. Uh, Anyway, let's dive on in. So Meta, it's the umbrella company that used to be known as Facebook. And Meta um, owns Facebook, the, the platform, the app, the social media platform. They also own the Instagram platform and the WhatsApp platform, um, probably other stuff that that isn't as well known as well. But those are definitely the three biggest platforms and apps that Meta owns. Um, and then as well, Meta is kind of coining and taking the taking the charge of virtual reality into the metaverse. So we're going to be talking about all of that. And if you think any of these platforms are even remotely safe for kids, <laughs> you, you're in for a little bit of an awakening. So let's start with Facebook, okay? Facebook is considered to be the old school social media network, the old school app, the old school place to be. It came out when I was in high school. Well, it got popular when I was in high school. Um, back in, <laughs> so I graduated in 2011, so I'm not that old. Um, but it, uh, let me tell you, that place is a breeding ground for bullies and predators. Um, when I was in high school, um, about there, there's, there's 15 of my classmates who all got on Facebook and two or three kids an hour for the entire day sent me a message that said, go kill yourself. Okay. So that that was back in twenty. That, that was back, you know, in, in the late 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 two thousands, early twenty tens. Okay, that 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 was back then when there weren't really that many smartphones. When it was all on computers and stuff, and they when it was all on iPod touches, and they were still doing that kind of stuff. Um, Facebook also has it's so weird. So they have their Facebook groups, right? These Facebook groups, if you look at any of your community yard sale pages, the 411s, stuff like that, you will see how rampant unkindness is. 
I mean, people wonder where kids get their nastiness from. It's definitely their parents. You see people cutting each other down. You see other people, ah, man, just the contention and the anger and the angst. There is so much bullying going on on Facebook groups. It's insane. Um, But not just bullying, because there can be a wholesome group and there can be a bully within that wholesome group. There's also not wholesome groups. There's hurtful hate groups on Facebook. Uh, Groups that normalize being sexist. Groups that normalize being racist. Groups that normalize being rapists or being sexual assaulters. Groups that normalize pornography. Pornography trading groups. Um, There's so there's there's literally groups dedicated to the distribution of CSAM of child sexual abuse material. Um, and they're just on Facebook. And and Facebook has shown us it has the ability to pick up content that they don't agree with and take it off. Whether it's fact-checked by somebody, um, we've seen a lot of that with COVID and everything, that Facebook has the ability to fact-check and to take things down if they deem it uh, untrue or unjust. But with these hate groups, these racist, sexist, you know, child predatory groups, they're still there. There's hundreds of them. Um, and those groups have hundreds of thousands of members too. Um, so it's, it's not a great place. It's not a great place to be at all. And then another thing that Facebook has is messenger. Now messenger came out oh about, I don't know, probably five, six years into, into Facebook's regime. Um, cause it used to just be Facebook and then you have your messenger, your messages within Facebook. But now we have two separate apps. You have Messenger, which combines your messages with Instagram and Facebook. Before that, you had Messenger. It was a separate app to to Facebook um, to try and be a separate platform to to message all you, to manage all your messages. Um, but now it's a really easy place for predators to pick up kids. Super easy place for predators to pick up kids. Even adults get preyed on in, in Facebook Messenger. Okay, a in Messenger, in Facebook, your default is public. So anyone can message anyone. And then people, they'll hack into accounts or they'll just create a, a bad spammy pornographic account and they'll send you pornographic links. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm about a 30-year-old man and I still get send links from random random people posing as prostitutes or something where, you know, they got a really provocative profile picture and they send you a link saying, you know, watch me do this sexual act. Um, and it's, it's a link to Pornhub or something. Um, and you're just sitting there like, what on earth did I just get sent? The sad thing is kids that are on Facebook. Now I know not as many kids are on Facebook because it's older demographic, but let me tell you, there is there is no shortage of child sexual abuse material on Facebook, on Messenger, um, being distributed. It might be not being hosted, but the links are definitely being sent, man. It's like trading cards out there. They're trading links back and forth, and it's all over. Um, so, yeah, Facebook, it's not a super safe place to be. And I think it's mostly because of the unkindness and the hate for me, for kids. Um, kids getting on there, watching adults tear each other to pieces. And that's where they get their example of how they should act. You know, they see some someone who supports Trump or someone who supports Biden and they see their their mom or dad just ripping that person to shred um, over something stupid and political. We, we forget that people are people. We forget about empathy. We, for, we forget about humanity. We just throw that to the wind and just attack people. Um, and that's what kids get to see. 
And so that and and then on top of that, Facebook has been failing survivors of of of, of sexual exploitation um, because well, people can have these groups and share stuff and everything, and Facebook doesn't shut them down. You can report stuff. The reporting mechanisms aren't horrible on Facebook and on Messenger, but none much happens because there's so there there's millions and millions of people who use Facebook. And so when you report something, there's probably a, a stack 10 feet tall of reports that they're still getting through. So it's not they're not going to get to it in a timely manner. Um and that's just how Facebook works, you know? So anyway, next up on the meta train, we have Instagram. Oh man, Instagram. This place. Now, this this is where the kids are. The kids are on Instagram, and people are like, nope, the kids are on TikTok now. Nah, dude, the kids are on Instagram. That's like their default. Like, It's almost like they're the LinkedIn for kids. Like LinkedIn is supposed to be this 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 professional place for adults, right? Well, Instagram is kind of like the LinkedIn for kids. Like they, they get an Instagram account just, just like out of obligation of being a kid. They get an Instagram account. Now, Instagram is detrimental to to the self-esteem of kids first and foremost because when when instagram first came out it was all about the pretty pictures people take pictures of their food people take picture of you know the the aesthetic yeah the aesthetically pleasing things um and then it evolved into like the fitness realm and looking good looking sexy and and so these are our young people specifically our young women it got real bad it is real bad where they see these airbrushed buddies airbrushed buddies wow airbrushed bodies there we go they see these airbrushed bodies they see these fake unrealistic expectations and that's what they used to judge themselves against and so every day they're looking on Instagram saying, oh my gosh, I'm too fat, I'm too big, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not smart enough, and they think, boom, 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 I'm not good enough, and it just keeps going against their their self-esteem, their self-confidence, and then um, and, and, and then you, they get into things like eating disorders because of it, and actually it's to the point now, there's a lot of reels on Instagram, there's a lot of things on Instagram that promote eating disorders, Um where people joke about it. They just call it ED. And there's things like, oh, you know, remember that one time where ED made me binge and throw up so I could look pretty and and stuff like that. And it's like, oh my gosh, really? These are kids. And these kids are being influenced to do things that are going to harm them forever because they think it's going to bring them short-term or long-term happiness. They think it's going to bring them that, but it's not. But they don't know that. All they know is, well, this person on Instagram here did that, so why not? Um, so yeah, lots of comparison culture, eating disorder, encouragement. Um, there is rampant sexual content, okay? I remember, oh man, early stages of TikTok, so a lot of videos still on Instagram. There's a chimney challenge. And the chimney challenge, it was usually young ladies who were participating in it, but they would approach the camera and then put the camera behind their head, and then put it back in front of them, and the the camera cuts made it look like uh, they were performing uh, oral sex. And, yeah, and it was so disgusting that that was a popular trend amongst tweens and teens on Instagram. 
and it was i mean the the trend originated on tiktok tiktok wasn't super huge yet um and so we saw a lot of it on instagram um but there's rampant sexual content and it's kids doing these things sexual acts talking about sex in a very in a very unhealthy way um promoting unsafe sex unhealthy sex um and just I don't know, forcing kids to be adults way too quickly. Um, We definitely need to talk to our kids about sex because sex is not a yucky thing. Sex is not a horrible thing. It is a wonderful thing, but you need to talk to kids about it in in the right way. Um, And this is definitely not it. Pornographic content is not a a safe or healthy way to talk about sex with your kids. I'm just going to tell you that right now. but it's all over, all over Instagram. And what's crazy, it is 10 times worse for our boys than it is for our girls. If you're, if, if, if you're a teenage boy on Instagram, you will get ad after ad of some sexual provocative content. And sometimes it's linked to a seemingly harmless app, uh, some, some gaming app or something, but they have some scantily clad lady saying, come here, boys, come get me. Um, and it's like, wait a minute, why are we targeting boys? Uh, I mean, the, the world is already, you know, getting after to cancel male culture, to cancel, you know, cancel cancel men because we can't control ourselves and all this other stuff. And yet they're feeding off of that and marketing towards the sexualization of women and shoving it in front of our young boys and that's sending them the message that, oh, this is how we should act. This is how we should treat women. This is how we should when we're dating people. Um, and that's that's their experience with with, se- with sexual acts is, is pornography through the sexual content that gets pushed at them through Instagram. So lots, lots of sexual content on Instagram. Um, and it's normalizing the sexualization of children. I think that's one of the biggest things for me that I hate about it. It's Instagram. It normalizes the sexualization of children. Um, there's these very well-intending, well-meaning moms that get on and they put their cute little girl in their, their gymnastics leotard and they're doing the splits or some, some wide stance pose. And then you have these old men that are commenting, you know, oh, you're so cute. Oh, you're so pretty. I'd love to have you at my house and all this other nasty stuff. And I mean, I hate that I have to like spell it out for you guys, but you got old dudes masturbating to these little kids on Instagram, straight up. And 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 no one's any the wiser. They still have their public accounts, their sweet little children, um, because someone's giving them a sponsor or something. Uh, let me tell you something, guys. I would never, ever publicly put images of my kids for the entire world to see even if nike and under armor paid me a million bucks a piece the safety of my kids means more than any amount of money um but unfortunately there's a lot of kids out there whose name their likeness their image everything is right there for predators to see um and there is a lot of adults pretending to be kids on instagram They'll DM you, they'll try and get close to you, then they'll try and get you to send nudes. And then we start going into sextortion. And where they'll say, All right, well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna send this picture to everyone you know, unless you pay me three thousand bucks. It's crazy. Um 
And then, okay, so yeah, sexualization of children. I could do a whole podcast episode on that alone, but there's other unsafe things that Instagram has as well. Um, kids are getting sneaky with how they use mediums to bully people. Um, there is a thing where they make school tea pages, you know, spill the tea, tell us what's going on. And um, it's anonymous, well, kind of. Like the posters don't post who submitted things. They just post the pictures and the things that get submitted to them. Oh, did you hear so-and-so was sleeping with so-and-so? Did you hear that so-and-so cheated on their test? Did you hear so-and-so did this? They're such a dumb loser. And it becomes a place where they just bully each other straight up. They bring up stuff from the past. They bring up rumors. Rumors get started on these pages. And, I mean, I've reported so many of these these spill the tea high school pages. Because if you if you don't think your high school has a, has, has a secret, uh, you know, rumor tea page, um, you're mistaken. They definitely do. Um, my school had one two years ago, and I had to get it shut down. There's a couple that started that we've, we, we have to report them, shut them down immediately as soon as we can because a it takes them forever to get them shut down but b um it's not a safe place and i mean we got to get rid of that stuff but it's rampant every single high school in america i would like to wager has some sort of spill the tea page managed by a student where they just get to gossip and rumor and bully each other um well and then that kind of leads us into the next problem with instagram but i mean it's a problem with social media in general it's the mob mentality that happens in the comments of posts. Um, the mob mentality that comes as a result from hurtful words of big influencers. You know, someone with hundreds of thousands of followers can get onto Instagram and say something hurtful slash untrue or something super emotional and one-sided about something and send their entire following after somebody and getting someone's comments telling them they're horrible people or telling them that they're going to kill them um there's so it's crazy the power that influencers have to turn make people unkind and it's crazy because these these influencers they have the power to help people be kind they have the power to help people to be better people but a lot of these influencers they use that emotional connection that emotional pull that they have with their followers, they a lot of them use that to manipulate their followers to be hateful and hurtful. And it's really sad to see that happen. Um, where they just unleash their followers onto some uh, onto somebody and have their followers, you know, bully and cancel that person off the planet. Um, it's just sad. And so, yeah, Instagram is not a safe place for kids because the kids get sexual, sexualized, there's bullying, there's this cancel culture, mob mentality, all this stuff. It's not a safe place for kids. Um, okay, next up, I'm going to talk about a little bit about the metaverse. You know, meta, Meta's vision for the metaverse is essentially Ready Player One. It's a movie. It's, I, I actually enjoy the movie. Um, it's a pretty cool movie, I think. Um, it, and Ready Player One, it's about the the fast forward into 2040 or 2050 or something. And the earth environmentally has gone to gone, gone to poop. Okay. It is it is a horrible place to live. There's trailers stacked on trailers, stacked on trailers. Um, but people, most people don't spend like any of their time in the world. They spend their time in this place called the Oasis. It's this online, basically the metaverse, right? It's virtual reality. Pop on their goggles, get on the omni treadmill. 
and that you can be who you want and do who you want. Um, and it's a sense of freedom is what they're getting after. Well, that's what the metaverse's vision is, right? Essentially have a whole online world that you can immerse yourself in. And that becomes more of a reality than your actual reality. Okay. This is dangerous for so many reasons. Okay. So, so, so many reasons. But right now, currently on the metaverse, there are virtual strip clubs, virtual pornography, virtual rape culture, and it, people make it games almost where there's like non-player characters that you guys get to like gang rape and stuff um that is currently on the metaverse and the metaverse hasn't even taken off yet that's currently there and currently there are no age restrictions on the metaverse they don't prevent you from going onto a site or entering some chat club or entering a virtual strip club if you're 13 they don't care. The door is open. You're just interacting in a virtual world. Um, and it is such a dangerous place for kids. Um, there's so much trauma just waiting to happen in the metaverse. And not only that, it is going to totally distort their connection to real life. They're going to feel like real life is the metaverse. And when something bad happens in the metaverse, when you lose a fight, when you lose all your money, when you lose all your bonus points... Um, kids are going to think life is actually over. I, I, I mean, we've seen, we've seen quite the number of suicide ideation and suicide attempts because of social media, um, because of smartphones, because of screens. I've heard of nine year olds who accidentally broke their TV screen, who decided to go try to take their life because they thought that, that that's a better option than facing mom or dad. Um, uh, kids who've tried to die by suicide because they got their phones taken away. I think we're going to see that on a much larger scale with the metaverse because with the metaverse, it's, it feels like reality. It's not just an object that you're emotionally tied to. It's going to feel like actual reality. And we're going to see some, there, there's going to be some big fallout. Um, there's going to be some bad things happening to kids because of this metaverse here. Mark my words. Um, so just be careful. Okay. I, I don't, I'm not going to say the Oculus is a horrible thing. I think, I think there are some fun games. Have you played Star Wars on the Oculus? It's pretty dang fun. But real life needs to take precedence over virtual reality. Real life needs to take precedence over any of these apps that Meta owns. Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. Because real life is where we find connection. Real life is where we find actual happiness. Real life is where we find the sustenance that is going to help us get through each day. It's not social media. Social media has the potential to connect us to wonderful people who can lift us up or cut us down. But real life is the place where we're going to learn to flourish. If we just put down our phones for a little bit, we're all going to learn that. Um, earlier, I was talking about sextortion. Um, it's not just a thing on Instagram. Sextortion is rampant across all of, all of Meta's platforms. Every single one of the platforms that Meta owns, WhatsApp... Uh, um, Facebook, Instagram, the metaverse. Oh, y'all, excuse me. Um, all of these, every single one of them have sextortion going on all over the place. Um, and it's, it's heartbreaking because there are families who lose thousands and thousands of dollars. There are kids who, uh, who, who endure trauma 
They think that they're going to die. They think that their loved ones are going to get killed. Because here's the thing. These predators, they say, they say, all right, you're going to pay me $3,000 or else I'm going to send these pictures to your mom. And if you tell your mom, I'm going to murder her in her sleep. Like they say stuff like that. They say stuff worse than that. So these kids are living with unimaginable trauma. Um, and it's just all over the place. So just, A, keep your kids off social media. Your 10, 11, 12-year-old has no business being on Instagram and Facebook because, A, it's not supposed to be. Instagram set an age limit for 13, but I think the age limit should be 17 at least. Um, so we can, you know, have or maybe your or seniors can start breaking themselves into social media before they leave the house. Because um, I do think we need to train our kids how to use social media properly. Because once they leave your house and you're not there to always be on top of it, they're going to get on social media. The technology is not going anywhere, but we need to teach them how to use it responsibly. Um, so be careful with these meta platforms. They are in it for the money. They are not in it for your kids. Um, they don't care about your kids. They care about your kids' attention. They care about your money. Um, so just beware. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. Uh, we need all the hands on deck. <laughs> all of the hands. Wow. We need all hands on deck to help save these kids. Um, there's so much hurt and angst going on. We're trying to keep up with it all. We're trying to educate ourselves so we can educate you guys. Um, and that's what, that's why we go out to schools. That's why we educate people. That's why we go out and volunteer our time and do what we do. So if you want me or one of our speakers to come to your school, you can fill out the speaker form that's in the description. And if you would like to donate to our cause, links to that is in the description as well. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and always remember you are strong. You are loved and you will always be enough. Go home and give your kids an eight second hug and we will see you on the next one.